Welcome to the podcast from Forbes Life India brought to you in association with the indicas.com. This issue among other things unravels the lives of artists who have not just made a mark in our minds and hearts but also have been quick to realize the perils of being typecasted. Some like uh, Fawad Khan are at the beginning of this journey and a few others like Tabu they've stood tall all these years after being at it. Uh, there are a few more stories on cities and uh, Let's hear straight from the editor of Forbes Life India, Abhilasha Khaitan, who's on the other line. Hi, Abhilasha. Hi, Abhishek. This time, you've got stories which talk about actors, artists, tribal art, cities. So take us through this issue has in store for us very briefly. The issue really is a really happy mix, uh, we thought, this time of people, places and really fun products for you to sort of pick up if you feel like. But, you know, uh, as you are putting it together, we also realized that, you know, there is a sort of undercurrent of an interesting theme when you look at uh, some of the people we have brought together in this issue from Ibrahim Alkazi, who ushered in modernism into Indian theater, who obviously charted his own path. He just turned 90 last year. So our photo editor, Madhu Kaparath, has curated a lovely uh, sort of photo essay on his life from an exhibition that was held uh, about him in Delhi. To uh, Tabu, like you said, you know, she, it obviously happened that she, she took on roles which challenged her uh, mentally and uh, which challenged her uh, intelligence, which, which made her do something which wasn't the stereotypical thing. And she says that nobody even comes to her with uh, mindless uh, jobs anymore. The article talks about her versatility, right? There's Haider, Drisham, Talwar, recently, Marches, Virasat from those yesteryears, crossover films, Namesake, Life of Pi, and then and Sajan Chale, uh, yeah, there you go, yeah. Sajan Chale, Sasural, Bhivi number one, Hera Feri, so that's In fact, in her one. brilliance sometimes comes in the way because they assume that because she is such a such a brilliant, serious actress, uh, maybe she wouldn't, uh, you know, be able to do comedy as well, whereas she can. So she continues to battle with uh, a stereotype of being an intense actor, but intensity does not always mean serious. It can also mean doing a comic role uh, intensely. We have an interesting illustrator from Berlin who, again, is uh, completely unconventional in his approach to storytelling through uh, pictures of animals. A talking dog is his favorite tool. And then finally to the guy on the cover, Fawad Khan, who has become a fairly household name in India, especially since his uh, serials, his television uh, dramas, uh, Zindagi Gulzare and Hamsafar uh, were aired here and his intensity and the characters which he played sort of painted a certain picture of a serious guy. And why did you choose him on the cover? You are the author of the cover story this time. Briefly take us through the experience of doing that and why, why did you choose him? He's an interesting person. Yeah, he's he's a Pakistani actor who's trying to make his mark in Bollywood and has got very easy acceptance over here. He's just what now two films old because the second movie is just releasing on Friday. I actually found him interesting from watching him in Zindagi Gulzare. I thought he was quite outstanding, very contained, controlled performance, yet so evocative. He made a pretty unlovable character quite lovable, which is quite a feat. And I think some of the things that you mentioned in your article, he, he's somebody who studied acting or rather has a serious bent towards learning stuff from books written by, let's say, David Mamet 
Saturday Night Live for that matter. So he's cued in. He's clued in. He's a student of cinema. He's an experimenter. He takes great joy in trying out new things. He says, and uh, it was quite educative for us also to kind of get into his head. And at least thus far, he appears like a well-grounded man and not being carried away by success. You were face to face with him, so take us through that. They're very real, very real, very, very, very well-mannered. I mean, wish more men were as well-mannered <laughs> as he is, ready to try out. anything a photo editor in fact vikas khot who did the cover shoot uh, found a very very sort of amenable partner in crime wait until he gets uh, pr and agents and all of them telling him to answer like an answering machine <laughs> no he's like, so far i think he's managed to keep both his feet on the ground very aware of who he is where he comes from uh, it was a very interesting interview and we had fun we had fun in the conversation Yes indeed and there is no good way to transition into a bunch of other stories that this issue carries and you have two stories on interesting cities one on Edinburgh and the other one on Cartagena or Cartagena Cartagena Hmm. Right. So let's start with uh, the essay on Edinburgh, rich history, world's first city of literature, home to authors, uh, superstar authors like uh, Sir Conan Doyle, Robert Louis Stevenson. Our contributor had done a literary trail of the city, and being somebody who is uh, a bit of a bibliophile herself, she dug up some very interesting trivia about uh, Edinburgh. So it's seeing Edinburgh from a different lens. I mean, Edinburgh is quite a popular touristy place as well, but right. not too many people are aware of its, you know, the depth of its. literary background this would be quite interesting for somebody who reads who's interested in historical uh, trivia about authors i think the story would be really interesting and the next time they go to edinburgh i think right. it would be a slightly different experience and uh, the colombian city uh, whose pronunciation i keep getting wrong cartagena is cartagena yeah you read the story you will want to make a visit i mean that's all i can tell you it's it's colorful it's vibrant the people are very very typical of what you would expect from that part of the world fierce passionate and very proud about uh, their city what i took away from that place is that if you ask a stupid question you're going to get a very very irritated answer <laughs> so yeah. that was my key take away from that story. and as you said colorful it's a heaven for artists art dealers art investors good weather has been known to attract pirates because it was founded back in 1553 it was an important port known to ship gold and silver so small town but uh, never really heard too much about it I mean, that's my ignorance sadly but uh, interesting piece oh it is and it, it's not really on everybody's map so it was nice for us to be able to introduce it to at least those who have not been able to make their way there it's definitely some place a place which you know it offers a lot of history and and fun as well yes and closer home uh, you have a small section on bangalore's food secrets and we have spoken in the past about how a foodie you are i think in one of your letters to the editor you you, you had mentioned four or five food items I, that was when you had put the celebrity chef on the cover page yes so that's yes that's another story that you have it it was interesting for us to be able to capture old bangalore all the rustic heritage in terms of food as opposed to the the usual global cuisine mediterranean and italian even ethiopian now it was nice to be able to talk about uh, the how the old continues to survive and in fact attract queues uh, in fact the the author begins with how there is a long queue outside uh, an udipi kind of a restaurant where 
there are only two three things on the menus those kind of places are so close to all of us in terms of how our childhood uh, is defined by such places so it's, it's a nice reminder of the past the closest we'll come to that is matunga where there are a bunch of south indian joints and even at 7 am you have long lights of uncles and you know joggers and cyclists who actually queue up and you're four strangers sitting on the same table and eating that will not happen in pune uh, or, or other places that will happen in bangalore and other places down there it will happen wherever there are places which have some heritage which have been around for a while and you know how in uh, bombay you swear by that one vada pav wala who your grandfather took you to your grandfather was taken to by his grandfather i think wherever there is some history there is some sort of connection over generations i think those places always sort of stand the test of time or at least they try to unfortunately uh, we have seen too many of them shut shop in recent times so every now and then it's nice to remind ourselves that yeah in some places are still managing to stand the test of time indeed and um, in the interest of time uh, very quickly a, a couple of other highlights a story on whales and their fight for survival in iceland uh, where the whales have been hunted since the 12th century and uh, there's another singing in falsetto by udar benegal of indiscreed so it's a wide array this time on the platter abilasha that you have i hope we have enough for everybody because i think uh, it's so interesting to capture some of these social and cultural mm. uh, trends and changes as well as be able to show that even though we are looking at say whale watching as a mm. tourism uh, trend or you know something which tourists really love to do it also highlights the the tragedy of it all because right. there is a fight for survival happening in mm. those icelandic waters so I mean, those creatures are magnificent but you never know when the harpoon hits that's the dichotomy which the author is also tried to capture in his piece to say that fortunately it has been banned mm. obviously we all know that and tourist operators there who take take tourists out on their boats are so so happy with the revenue they generate from taking people out whale watching that they feel it is more remunerative than actually hunting whale right. so hopefully you know there will be a better report some sometime in the future things are mm-hmm. improving they say Yes, uh, you ended that bit on a bit of an optimistic note and uh, that's about it from our side. Uh, thank you very much, Abhilasha, again. Thank you very much, Abhishek. Good talking to you as always. Thank you. And uh, all of you, please follow Forbes Life India on Twitter. The handle is Forbes Life In. Abhilasha is at ABBY Khaitan. That's AB Khaitan. Uh, you can get this podcast on iTunes as well as on Forbes India.